Oh, snap, snap, snap. The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, hello, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. Like my friend Neely Piazza, well, we don't let friends feed kibble. Well, sometimes we do. Huh? <laughs> I was just saying if you were there. What? You're like, like what? I what? Don't... When did that happen? <laughs> I don't think that's true at all. Oh my Gosh. goodness. But we do see the dogs that eat kibble and they're substantially out of shape. Uh compared, yes, they are. <laughs> compared to our raw fed dogs. And uh, you know, we're we're like today is training day for Lazi, so should we go in to do the Schutzen? And one of the things that we do see with these kibble fed dogs in Schutzen, they can't last. They don't have the energy level like Lazi does. They don't. They it, it, I mean I believe it. You know, because look, if, if you're, if you got all that sugar in your body meals, right. And you're going to go work out, you're going to like crash mm-hmm. <laughs> or you're not going to feel well. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just don't get these athletic dogs or even agility dogs that eat that freaking Perina crap. I don't get it. I don't either. They don't. They don't look right either. I always, I always call it kibble bloat. You know, it's like they're, it's like they're, kind of poofy. You know. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's like describe it. <laughs> it's like people who drink a lot of beer. Yeah, same sort of thing. You can kind of, you can kind of poke them a little bit, and people say, "Oh, it's just you know, fat or whatever." I'm like, "No, it's not. It's it's." it's it's some form of edema. I mean, not like your typical edema, but it's definitely is. And then when they when they switch them and they lose all that water weight, so to speak. Yeah. They're like, oh, my gosh, my dog has lost so much weight. I'm like, well, well, give it another two weeks. And <clears throat> he just lost um, all that fluid. Yeah. And I mean, wouldn't it be the same for us? I mean, come on, peeps. If we stop yeah. eating sugar, right? All of a sudden, that carb fat, you'll start seeing it, your stomach go down, right? Same thing with dogs. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, if you've ever done the, um, you know, whatever the paleo or the Atkins or the, you know, where you're taking all the carbs out, that sort of thing. And God knows we put massive carbs in our bodies um, every day. And then we're like, hmm, why am I fat? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's called hand to mouth disease. That's what it's <laughs> there you go. Right. <laughs> hey, I want to ask you a question. Do you notice when some of the big dog uh, publications come out that everybody all of a sudden has the issue of that the, they just wrote about. Yeah, of the article yeah. that they just wrote about. What What do you think that's about? 
I've noticed that. It's kind of like when people will start reading about different diseases. They're like, oh, I have that. I have that. So, yeah. So so there's what we should do a, is know. There's always a run on that stuff. Yeah. What we should do is look at the articles that come out and they go, whoa, get ready because we're getting ready to have those questions. That's right. right. That's and, right. and one is on black poop. I have had questions lately on black poop. And why? Because. Dogs naturally put out an article on it. And uh, you and I have sort of seen, I, I don't, is Dana running that anymore? What happened to that publication? I don't know, but it's not anything like it was when she was in charge of everything. She was pretty awesome, but things are slipping. Well, I think that, you know, somebody comes in, they're like, I'm going to pay you a lot of money. And of course we understand this because, uh, People stomp on your head a lot, right? That's yeah, what it feels she like. Was, she was taking a lot of flack, that's for sure. I don't know how she handled it as long as as long as she did, but and I don't know what the situation over there is, but the material coming out is not nearly as high a quality as it used to be. Well, it's just let's try to appease everybody so we can get into everyone's wallet. And I guess if that's your aim, that's the way that you would position yourself, right? Um I, I, but anyway, sometimes I'm like, are they listening to our customers or is it that our customers are reading that? And then they're like, oh my gosh, I've got that problem. Yeah. It must right? be a problem. Must be a problem. So we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, black poop because I personally don't see a problem now. I don't know. Right. And in in this article, they do come out and they say, is it normal? You know, and and the question, what is normal? Okay, look, your dog's poop, it says, can turn black for a number of reasons. What we have said is that, yeah, there's there's various reasons. Um, Your dog's poop should never look the same from day to day. Oh, my gosh. Now, preach it, sister, because I'm telling you, everybody's like, my dog's poop all of a sudden changed. Well, you're feeling something different. Well, yeah, and that's because you should be using a variety of foods, and poop's going to look different depending on what food you fed. So color's going to change, texture's going to change, amount's going to change, and it should. If you have exactly the same poop day after day after day after day, you need to change your feeding routine because something's not quite right. Um, You should have variations. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then there's there's all types of things, guys, that can cause dark stools. The biggest one that I see if the dog is perfectly fine is organs. Yeah. Organs in the food. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of people. Well, I tell everybody to feed that they should um, feed extra organs in one way or another. And particularly if you're adding straight straight liver to a blend, that's definitely gonna um, make make their poop a little bit darker. Um, and usually, usually a a red meat like uh, beef or venison or something like that mm-hmm. that'll turn it darker. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I get these questions and, and people are just, they just, they just 
run to the vet, which, okay, you could do that for sure, right? Yeah, if you want to screw your dog up. <laughs> but here's the thing with, with uh, pork, okay? So I see this a lot with pork. People are like, my dog ate pork, and their do- their poops are darker. I'm like, well, in the pork, you've got heart, liver, and kidney, okay? And so, all right, what's the issue? I I don't get it. I don't I don't get the issue. And, but I really do believe, Neely, that they think there's some type of parasite in there. I I don't know when we're gonna get over this parasite issue. I just I I don't think it's I, I don't think it's gonna happen. Well, and it's not it, parasites it. are not <laughs> they're not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, we've talked about this before. It's like bacteria. Bacteria and parasites are, <clears throat> in most cases, symbiotic. If if there's, um, you know, if there's an overgrowth of parasites or whatever, then it can cause a problem. But if your if your dog is in good shape and you're not poisoning him or her. You're, you're not very likely to have that kind of a problem. But, you know, the parasite role is similar to the bacterial role. It's there to, to help clean up the mess. So if you have, um, like, tissue damage, bacteria is there to help clean up the tissue damage, right? And parasites will help ingest the garbage, so there's a lot of talk about cancer being parasites um, and MS being parasites and things like that. And I, I mean, I don't know this, but I feel like that, yeah, if you do autopsy and you find parasites or whatever in those lesions and in those tumors, but again, what came first? It's like blaming the firemen for the fire, you know? I suspect that the parasites are there to clean up the garbage and they're not they're not the cause but they're the result but like i said i don't know that and i haven't looked into it but that would i would be more apt to believe that than the other way around all right so let's just say that you go in there and you do find that there's parasites what's the what's the different way of looking at that would you say, oh my gosh, I gotta I've got to kill off those parasites in that area that you see something like you were just talking about? They're there for a reason. I w- I wouldn't. I mean, I don't I don't do any of that. But for whatever reason, I don't seem to have the same imaginary problems with my dogs that other people do. Well, I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> and uh but but you know and I don't do any of that stuff. I mean, I don't I don't uh, I don't worm them. I don't, you know, they don't even get bass unless they roll in something gross. Yeah. Um, and, you know, nobody has skin problems. Nobody has coat problems. Nobody smells. Nobody, I don't have any, you know, I have five dogs in my house and you walk in the house and you wouldn't know it. Um, you know, I just don't have, I don't have free toe toes. I don't have, although I do have. Free toe toes. You know, That's hilarious. I, I mean, in the most common complaint that you get 
is, oh, my dog has allergies because they're, you know, they lick their feet and they they scratch and they lick their ears. And my dogs do all that, too, but there's not anything wrong with them. They're being dogs. You know, it's not it's not a pathology until it's like they're scratching themselves bloody and gouging their eyes out and, um, you know, something to an extreme like that. But, um, I, I, I see people will contact me about something like that and they'll send me a picture and I'm like, well, my dog's feet look like that. What's the problem? I don't, I don't get it. They're not bloody. They're not bald. They don't have, you know, they don't have cysts on them or anything like that. It's like, well, I don't understand what, what, what's the issue. They're dogs. They're, they, they don't want them to be dogs. I think maybe they I, want them yeah. to be. <laughs> and if you, if you, if you remember years ago, I've, I've said that over and over and over again, people just refuse to let their dogs go through normal life changes and normal life behaviors. They they won't let them be dogs. You have to respect the dogness of the dog, period. And there's things that dogs do that are not pathological. That's just they're just being dogs. It's not a it's not a problem. If they're happy, if they're not particularly uncomfortable, if they're not painful what what's the problem i don't get it well look here's when it is a problem guys um and i don't know what the issue is but if your dog is staggering or it collapsed or it has lethargy <laughs> lethargy is such a uh subjective term Broad i term. will say yeah uh, but if they're vomiting or if their gums are super pale and they're you know they can't hold down water maybe they have a blockage maybe they've eaten a sock or a panties or diapers or something like that um another thing they talk about in this article they're like okay well your dog's stools can turn black from simply just sitting in the sun yeah that's true too okay simply sitting in the sun so here we go my dog poops i come back oh my god it's black been sitting in the sun now we go and we do a fecal it's like and all fecal is going to have some salmonella in it probably some e coli it's probably gonna have stuff in it and then basically if you do any kind of test looking for something specific you're gonna find it if you look for something you will find it so uh, it, it really doesn't tell you anything well okay i just heard from a very reputable source that I will not reveal that this person had their dog tested for COVID. Had their dog tested for- Why would they for, do that? I don't know. And it came back positive. I'm like, what are they going to do to the dog? It's like- Well, I mean, so did that bottle of Coca-Cola and the mango and the goat. I mean, all those came back positive too. I, I mean, if you look for it, you're going to find it. So if, if the dog is acting fine, feeling fine, then it's probably fine. Looks like a duck, walks like a duck, quacks like a duck. Probably a duck, yeah. right? I mean- No, 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 no. No, it's not a duck. In today's world, the way we think, if it looks like a duck, smells like a duck, walks like a duck, it is not a duck. Neither. Yeah. It, it must is be a, a turkey. It's a turkey. 
That's right. It's a turkey. I mean, come yeah. on. Well, okay, look. And and here's the other thing. We don't know what else is going in the dog's body. Prescription medications, okay, NSAIDs, steroids, or things like Pepto-Bismol or aspirin, you know, all of those can cause your dog's stools to turn black. They can. And so more than likely, again, if they're not having these issues, I'm not sure why we're running to the vet. And I think what what bothers me the most, Neely, is that it okay, we got these dark stools. Dog's fine, blah, 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 blah. Yes, I've started feeding something different. I'm not even considering that, right? I'm speaking mm-hmm. from kind of the thinking of of the people that I've talked to. Now we get to the vet. We do a fecal. We got to find something. So we we find whatever. And now we're going to be put on some type of antibiotic. Antibiotic. Well, just think about it. If you if you take your dog to the vet because you're worried about it and you want them to find something, they're going to oblige you and find something. I mean, they can't just they can't just say Oh, no, everything's fine. There's nothing wrong. I mean, they're not going to do that. They're going to do some sort of obligatory something or other. They're going to give you a steroid or they're going to give you an antibiotic because they think they're harmless and, you know, send you along your way and and make you feel like that, you know, you know, you were a good parent for going there and here, this will fix it and don't worry about it kind of thing. I mean, what what do you expect them to do? I mean, they're not gonna they're not gonna tell you now everything's they're not gonna tell you that. I know. And so here here's the thing. You get on antibiotics, okay? Antibiotics cause digestive upset, and digestive upset can lead to bleeding in the GI tract, and the digestive blood in the GI tract can make your dog's stool darker. Yeah. I mean, the antibiotics are toxic. I mean, it means against life. They're it's not just they're not just killing bacteria. They are toxic. There are toxic effects from antibiotics. So, you know, I've said before, unless your dog is literally gonna die in the next five minutes, don't use them. Salmon, oily fish can also cause your dog's dog stool. Um, to turn dark or even taking some sort of iron supplement, right? In certain medications. Oh, don't do that either. Oh, Lord. I know. That's super not cool. Don't take any kind of synthetic mineral supplement ever. Body has a hard enough time utilizing natural minerals. Don't use any kind of synthetic um, mineral supplement. Yeah. So, so, uh, you know, in this article, it's like, well, just change their food. Why? It, I mean, if you're feeding, um, if you're feeding salmon, a lot of people feed salmon or sardines or mackerel, and it causes the stools to turn black. Is that a reason to stop feeding the fish? I don't, I don't see. I don't, I, yeah, I don't understand the thinking. I mean, Unless there's something like legitimately wrong. I mean, yeah, sure. 
keep watch all these things. They're all like little data points here and there that if you have enough of them can add up to something. Sure. Right. But black poop in and of itself is not an issue. I mean, it just if there's not anything else to go with it, there's just not it's just not an issue. And if you don't I mean, it sounds like the only issue is they don't want to see it, which why that doesn't. I don't know. There's another article in here. It says, can dogs have marshmallows? Who feeds their dogs marshmallows? Why would a dog need to have a marshmallow? Oh, my God. Talk about a sugar bomb. I don't even like marshmallows. I've never liked marshmallows. Right. So like it has a super high sugar content, right? <laughs> the, be- the the best use for marshmallows that I ever found was uh, so I was a kid when microwave ovens first came out. The most fun thing in the world to do was to put a marshmallow on a paper plate in the microwave and watch it blow up to the size of the inside part of the microwave and then explode. That's about the only thing marshmallows are good for. And then did you have to go in there and clean all that stickiness off your microwave? I, I Probably, have, but I don't I don't remember. <laughs> I wouldn't have done it just for that. It'd be like, I'm not cleaning that mess up, man. I'm not doing it. Well, uh, I was like eight. That, like, you know. <laughs> hey, at eight, I had chores. I had chores my entire life. So did I, but. <laughs> and I'm was... telling you what, I can clean a kitchen faster than anybody I know. Like if we have people over and or family over, you know, and we do this. I just want everybody out of the kitchen because I know how to clean it really fast. I mean, it was. Yeah, don't help me. Get out of my way. <laughs> out of my way. I got I've got this down. Right. Because I've been yeah. doing it since I was a little kid. So I had to like dust the furniture, shake out the rugs, run the sweeper, clean the kitchen, uh, maybe even clean the bathroom sinks and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, this my mom you know, took care of two kids, worked a full-time job, cleaned the house, and did the yard. You're probably thinking, what did my dad do? Well, let's see. <laughs> my dad was a fireman, and he had a lot of things, you know, that he did. That was that was a sore spot for my parents, because my mom was always like the little mini Martha Stewart. But I'm telling you, what she taught us was hard work. What she taught us was, um, you want something in life, work for it. Right. And somehow uh, we're not we're not bringing up that same type of child right now. No. And, and you know, um, we've changed our delivery right from a Saturday to a Friday. And we're getting this pushback. People, how dare what was the thinking? And I said, well, the yeah. thinking, the how thinking, dare you do that. Well, the thinking was we can't hire people. You've seen our, you know, we're trying to hire people. People don't want to work. Now, I put people in a category and the people listening to this show uh, probably are the workers. But which is why they can't come on Friday. (laughs) They can do home delivery for very, very exactly. Okay, exactly. You cannot drive. And who wants to look? You want your weekends free, right? You want your weekends free to go to dog shows, to go to trainings, to, you know, do whatever you do on the weekends. But That's anyway, right. but I'm just saying, you know, come on, work for it. We got to work for it. We got to have strong we got to have strong people in the world and strong dogs. And that's why 
we always say, get your dogs out, make them work for the food for Pete's sakes. Make yeah, that's do some really, work. I mean, re- real dog, real dogs have to work for their food, and it's it's um real dogs. That's not what I meant. I meant wild dogs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but in a lot of dogs, it's um it's really helpful because it stimulates their brain. Um, it helps them feel more um like they have a purpose um you know dogs that get picky and um don't want to eat or moody or something like that a lot of times that will that will help that you know having having food in front of you at your beck and call is really not a good thing for dogs and Contrary to popular opinion, it will make them be picky and make them not want to eat. And, um, yeah, a lot of times that's the, that's the underlying issue for dogs that won't eat. Well, or here's what I, I hear this sometimes from our pet parents. They, they literally will wait till the very last minute to order. Okay. Uh, there's no reserves at all. and Quite frankly, UPS tends to be a day late. I mean, they're just, I don't know what's happening with all of the mail carriers, but I think it's, again, a lack of workers. Here's the thing, you know, if you run out of food and you don't order in time and you're going to be out of food for two or three days, go to the grocery store, buy some ground beef and some eggs. That'll hold them over till you get your food. It's not a big deal. Why don't you chill out? Well, or, or just, I hear, uh, somebody, because the home delivery was an hour late, right? They expected it to be there at five. It got there at six and they said, my dogs are starving. And I'm like, well, it's frozen. I doubt that. But, but yeah, I'm like, what were, you, what were you planning on doing when it got there? I mean, yeah, exactly. It's frozen. You're not going to be able to feed it till tomorrow anyway. Or, or you can do a quick thaw. You can, you know, put it in the, uh, sink in its wrapper, in warm water, hot water, let it warm up, and then you can scrape it off the sides. But my point is this, um, you can use, you could you, do a fast night, yeah, a fast meal. I, I promise you, they are not going to die. They are going to bug you because if you have a schedule, which I would encourage people not to have a schedule. Some people say have a schedule. Right. If you don't have a schedule, it's sometimes they eat at four, sometimes they eat at eight, sometimes they eat at six. I don't know how you feel about that. But for me, I it's think like, they should not have a schedule. Schedules cause problems. Yeah, they do. And then, like, I've heard my mom say, I got to get home. I got to get home and feed my dog. The, the, why? They're, they're going to be okay. We don't eat at the exact same time every single day. And especially if you're feeding twice a day. I mean, if you miss a meal, big deal. Yeah, I'm it's like, not oh. a big deal. And again, you're feeding real food, so give them some some of your food. I mean, that's what I said. Give them an hard, egg. How hard is that? It's <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, I'm like, hang on, hang on now. Don't freak out on me, pet parents. You be okay. It's going to be all right. The dog right? is going to be okay. I promise you. And they- and then again, poor planning on their part. Does not 
emergency <laughs> on your part make? I mean, come on, how is how is that on you if they if they screw that up? You know, I I I get it that some people don't have like uh, freezers, but you know those small freezers, they don't. Oh take my up, gosh! Yeah, they don't you can take up that much space, and they're cheap. They are cheap, you, and I you can put quite a bit in there. I would always say this to my pet parents: um, have them if you can have at least two weeks reserve at all times because we don't know what's going on in this. Fr- crazy world oh right yeah yeah two weeks at a minimum for sure yeah i've got (laughs) years yeah (laughs) well (laughs) i don't have that much but i've got i don't want people to know that because they're like i'm coming to your house get dog food yeah i've got Um, quite a i've got quite a stash yeah well and we freeze dry a lot of it you know in those and 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 stash i need to you need to yeah what you (laughs) girl i i did finally get the the new dehydrator out of the box the other day my apple tree um well there's this whole thing with the dogs and apples anyway i have this squirrel that lives behind us that's been going i think i've told this story before it goes up and eats apples and then throws them down you know trying to ping your dogs on the head yeah, and he was getting really wasteful. He'd like take three or four bites out of an apple and throw it on the ground, and then it's it's. I'm like, okay, this is enough, and the it's a whole thing. So I fenced off the apple tree so the dogs couldn't get to it, couldn't get to the stuff that he was dropping, and finally I was like, okay, I'm done. So I went and got the ladder and I picked all the apples that I could see and put them in a box. I'm like, okay, now what am I going to do with these apples? So I'm <clears throat> like. I know since the dogs like them so much, they're not great eating apples. Some of them taste good. Some of them not so much. So I'm like, I know the dogs like them so much. I'll dehydrate them and use them for dog treats, for training treats. Right. Mm -hmm. So I have my old little dehydrator and then I have my new big Excalibur that was still in the box. So I, and I had this huge box of apples. So I got the mandolin out and started slicing all the apples and uh, it took me two rounds using both dehydrators but i got all the apples the last of them are finishing up right now but i've got so i've got like a whole tree worth of apples dehydrated down into like three or four gallon size ziploc bags for training treats so so there we go there you go so how many apples do your dogs eat how much of the apple does your dog eat? Let's say it like that. Oh my gosh. If 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 I forgot to look and go pick up the ones that the squirrel dropped, one dog might eat three or four. Oh, good I night. I know. And they're little. They're little dogs. And so talk about poop. I, I would have a little 25-pound corgi pooping out huge wads of poop that was like light brown with chunks in it i was like oh my gosh that pile of poop is bigger than your butt so so yeah what they eat can definitely make a difference that is hilarious yeah it's hilarious um yeah i don't have apple trees good I, I guess they wouldn't i don't think they could grow up here you would have like bears and deer and all kinds of things in your yard if you had a fruit tree it's a good thing you don't i know i know 
Although the bears up here are pretty, pretty kind. Unless they have a baby. But, you know, I've I've been able to say, get, get, get out of here. And they, and they get. They're like, bye-bye. Yeah. Yeah, they, unless they're in your trash or something like that. You know, which is, no, you shouldn't, if you live in the mountains, you should know better <laughs> than yeah, to be right? leaving your trash out, right? Don't take your trash out the night before. Um, and, yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I. I learned something though. I have to tell you guys, I learned something from a tree guy. So, you know, beetles, beetles are kind of a thing that they destroy trees, right? Mm -hmm. Here's what he told me. He said, if you will put out suet for the woodpeckers and make sure the woodpeckers come around, they will eat those the beetles. beetles. Yeah. He said, that's how, that's one way you, you know, protect your trees. Now, the problem is if you're in a county or you're in a place where there are bears, they're going to climb up there and get those suet. Um, and you can put them on little, you know, uh, wires from one tree to the next. But you have to keep them to where the squirrels can't get them and then the bears can't get them. And we we changed the siding on our house up here years ago because the woodpeckers were pecking ginormous holes in our house. So I stopped feeding them. And then the Is beetles. Is that why you got new siding? We got new siding. And it's the hardy board. So it's almost like cement. You know, like yeah, if they're going to peck, they're, they're, they're going to have a major headache, right? So they're yeah. not going to they're not gonna peck on that. But that was really kind of cool. Um, I, I had at least 10 feeders out at a time. And then the little chipmunkles would come. And then the little chipmunkles would eat the wire underneath your car. So. Oh, yeah. So there was, there was all this kind of stuff that I just kind of stopped doing. I was like, well, I, you know, I don't want to bring the bears in because I don't want them to get in trouble. I don't want to bring the chipmunkles in because I don't want, you know, an $800 repair every single time they decide to chew a wire. Um, Yeah. So it, it's pretty, but, but I did like that. I didn't know that, that the woodpeckers ate those beetles that beetles. kill the trees. Yeah. That's good to know. So a lot of people think that they're going to spray. Listen, guys, if you spray your trees, you are spraying toxins everywhere. It's not a good idea to spray your trees for beetles. Mm -mm. It's same same as the stuff with the dogs. If it's toxic to the bug, it's toxic to the organism you're trying to protect. Yeah, I, I don't do any kind of spraying around here at all because there's so much wildlife and my dogs are out all the time. Now, nothing I can do about the folks up the hill from me, right? right? All their crap rolling downhill. And um, yeah, so anyway, I digress. My, but I <laughs> yeah, was just like, digress today, but that's okay. I was just like, you know, that's so interesting though that those woodpeckers and uh, so I gotta, I gotta call the peckers back. <laughs> 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 oh, hey, all you peckers, get on over here. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Get my beetles. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Hey, uh, so we have our cancer webinar part two. And uh, Neely will be in the chat. Uh, so you guys come over and join us. Now, if you, uh, uh, you're trying to find it on my website, 
you want to go to the supplement section. There's part one, there's part two. Part one, you can purchase and get the whole video audio. It's right there. Uh, part two, uh, yes, it's happening tonight, uh, Thursday, uh, September the 7th. And uh, so you guys be there. Go in, uh, purchase the webinar. We're going to be talking about, with Dr. Jasek, uh, we're going to be talking about the nutrition, um, the, all the different toxins that really do cause a lot of cancer in our dogs. And uh, so I, I don't know, Niels, this may not be a good webinar for those that really do love the traditional way, <laughs> the traditional path. Well, hopefully we're talking people out of following tradition. I don't know that we're trying to talk them out of it, but we're just trying to give them the information expose and, them to there more you go. real information. Right. Right. And again, I think what we are fortunate to have versus maybe what other people don't have is that we have hundreds, if not thousands of dogs uh, that we've been looking at for all of these years, right. For the last eight years, looking at all of these dogs and going, mm -hmm. wait, this group is uh way healthier in this group over here. What's common denominator. What's happening. Yeah. Right. And, yep. um, and um, again, we understand that there are choices. Choices still have consequences. Um. Somebody said to me the other day, look, I've got eight dogs. I can't, I can't afford to feed raw. And I'm like, okay, that doesn't mean that, um, that there is going to be a kibble that will give you that benefit of raw. It's just not going to happen, but I get it. Well, well, yeah, I know, well, you know, my argument about that. If you can afford to feed mediocre kibble, you can figure out a way to feed raw, but whatever. Right, right. A lot of people, again, are looking for ways to save money. Um, again, we would encourage you to fast your dog uh, at least once a week. Fast one meal. That, in, in a lot of ways, will take care of your shipping. Um, well, and a lot of people, you know, dogs tend not to get fat on raw, regardless of how much you feed them. So a lot of people are feeding their dog too much anyway. Are more than, you know, more than they need, and um, caloric restriction is um connected with longevity, whereas um overabundance is not. Yeah. So I get you. I get you. All right, you guys. If you want to work with Neely Piazza. Please do at wholeanimalwellness.com, whole, W-H-O-L-E, uh, wholeanimalwellness.com, or go to my uh, learning center, the experts page. Neely's the first one right there. And uh, those questions will help her help you. So get over there and get signed up if you want uh, some help getting your dog on the right track. Or maybe That's there's right. an issue that you haven't been able to figure out. Yeah, Neely's your gal. Neely's your gal. Don't forget to join us tonight. Get over to my site supplement section. Join us. Neely will be in the chat. Um, so if people are like, yeah, I'm gonna go in the chat. You can sneak a question into Neely too. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, everybody, <laughs> get over to rawdogfoodandcompany.com where your pet's health is our business. And what, Neely? Friends don't let friends feed kibble. That is correct. I'll see you tonight, Niels. All right. Bye, everybody. Oh, snap. snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap. Just snap.